Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is Myrony? Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives. But what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now that's myrony. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited for my next guest today. So I just want to give a little intro about her before I introduce uh, Rosalind Fung. So Rosalind is an intuitive mindset and visionary business coach specializing in client attraction and soulful sales. She's an international speaker and two-time bestselling author, mastermind, and workshop facilitator on topics of self-love, mastering your energy, money mindset, and attraction marketing through speaking and leveraging social media. Rosalind is host and catalyst of her live radio show, Turn Podcast, Activate Your Soulgasmic Business. She's the co-author of the international best-selling books, What Self-Love Got to Do With It, and Business, Life, and Universe. Rosalind has been featured in Huffington Post, CBC Radio, and has spoken for Fearless Women Summit, This Woman Means Business, and Harvard University. So I am super excited to have Rosalind uh, share her myronies today, and uh, let's get started. Hi, Rosalind. I am so excited to have you today. So as I was saying uh, earlier just now with your bio, so this Rosalind Fung, who is, oh my goodness, when we want to talk about superpowers, I think we're going (laughs) to be able to dive into some really fun things today. So, so great to have you here today. Oh, thank you, love. It's so wonderful to be here. I'm really honored. Thank you so much. Well, I'm, I'm super excited because, you know, you're a fellow podcaster, um, you know, you, you, you love to work with, um, you know, from that solopreneur perspective of helping people. And so, you know, let's just first, where, where are you actually calling in from? Because I know you're up in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I'm up in Canada, Edmonton, Alberta specifically. So for those of you who don't know where that is, that's a second province from the West. Yeah, it's, it is funny. Uh, Americans, you know, usually do not know, even when you say second province from the West, they might even be like, Wait, what's that? <laughs> so there's the West Coast and then there's the next province over. <laughs> you know, it's really sad because I actually have family that's like in Edmonton, I have Vancouver, like I've all throughout Canada. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't even know exactly where it is. So thank you for that, that description. There. <laughs> but like, So have you always lived in Edmonton? I was born in Calgary, actually, which is three hours from Edmonton, uh, three hours south. And I think most people know where Calgary is. Um, It's close to Rocky Mountains, Banff, Canada. And um, I was born there, but I was pretty much raised in Edmonton since I was four. Okay. 
Well, and so I know um, the biz- your business, so you want to share a little bit about your business and what you do, um, yeah. because I, I know like you also are a former psychologist of 10 years, a second degree back, black belt in karate, a Reiki master, and you love to combine the power of neuroscience, psychology, and spirituality. So if you can elaborate a little bit more on that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So now I call myself an intuitive mindset and visionary business coach. And I specialize in client attraction and soulful selling. Um, And I particularly work with other heart-driven coaches, healers. Now psychologists are my clients as well. Um, Other practitioners and light workers who are here to really transform the lives of others. And so I love helping people become more magnetic. Um, That's through my fun, bold, sexy pillar. So really walking them through the be, do, have. So be who we are, fully expressed and all the quirkiness and the weirdness and the strangest, our whole vibe. (laughs) And then do and create life from this place of who we truly are, life and business created from this part. And then we can have all that we desire. You know, that, that be, do, have was so deeply important for me because in my own journey, And I really believe that our uh, purpose comes from our pain. And so my pain was I was unconsciously operating from this belief that I was valued in my doing this. So my uh, status, my achievements, my outside successes, rather than my beingness, who I am. And my doingness was never enough. So I had become this like overachiever, this hardcore perfectionist. And like I was super hardcore type A masculine. <laughs> and uh, that was back in uh, 2008. That was when I had my first, we'll say, spiritual awakening, but it really looked like a breakdown, <laughs> right? Breakdown aren't, before aren't the breakthrough. Usually, yeah, aren't they usually breakdowns before uh, we get to yeah, have these breakthroughs? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm... Well, no, I mean... Sorry, it, go ahead. No, it, it, it is. It, it is. It's so important for our listeners to understand that these breakdowns are really what help the breakthroughs. We have to go through those difficult times to actually see the point of it and, you know, get to the other side. And it's like, when we, when we feel like we're in a tunnel, we just have to remember that there's a light at the end and we just have to keep going forward, even just, you know, one step at a time. But it's when we are able to share these stories of these breakdowns is I think how everyone else can have these breakthroughs because that's how we're able to connect. Oh, thousand percent. And at that point in time, I was, I think I was standing on stage at a figure bodybuilding competition and I had my quote unquote perfect fitness model physique. And on the outside, I had this perfect looking life. I had just become a new psychologist in private practice. I was happily married. I still am to the same man. Uh, at that point in time, it would have been three years. It's almost uh, 15 years coming wow. up. Mm-hmm. I know. I can't wait to dive into a little bit of that because I'm sure there's some ironies around your relationship. <laughs> yeah, there are. Um, and so um, I was also a, a black belt a karate instructor and a role model teens, kids and adults. And so it's just like everything on the outside, I was really confident in, in. Uh, and confidence is about our belief in ourselves to do things really well. And it's specifically related to abilities. But behind closed doors, my was I had really low self-worth. 
it was like, and I wasn't even aware of that. And I think a lot of people, why I like to define confidence and self-worth because a lot of us use it as interchangeable, but self-worth is about the value we hold of ourselves. And for me, I was stuck in this cycle of food restriction, be, be, uh, binge eating, beating myself up, feeling guilty, and then purging through over-exercising. And I had been doing this for years. And I was going through this doorway that like the, you know, if I do this, if I diet really hard, if I work out really hard, then I'll have this perfect body and then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's so backwards, but that's how our society and like culture teaches. Um, those who are just listening, I am of Chinese descent and um, I'm first generation Chinese Canadian too. So, um, you know, in our culture, it's very much about performance base and status and achievements. And so um, for me, I came in last place that day on stage at this bodybuilding competition. And it just pretty much fragmented me to pieces. I really had a breakdown because I thought, my God, like if, if I came in last place, that really confirms my belief that I am not enough. And at this point, um, as a therapist, I was led to learn about a method called Haikomi. What it means is how do I stand a relationship with myself? And how do I stand a relationship with others? And if you think about it, we're always in relationships. And so as I was exploring this and learning about the method, it's a mindfulness method that combines psychology, neuroscience. And at this point in time, I'm like this thing called spirituality. Like, what is that? <laughs> and wow. so of course, when you're learning something, you cannot not learn about, like work on yourself, right? And so I learned that I was unconsciously operating from that belief. I'm valued in my doingness rather than my beingness. And my doingness was never enough. And so what happened was I started to, come home to myself. I learned the art of slowing down, the art of embracing perfectly imperfects, and just really learning more about my divine feminine and embracing her more. And what transpired from that was I was so, um, it changed, Haikomi changed my life so much that I got certified in it. And I still use it to this day with my clients to shift their limiting beliefs. And, um, and then I also, um, got certified in eating psychology. And then I became the go-to psychologist for um, uh, disordered eating and body image. And so um, that led me because I'm so passionate to uh, inspire by other people's transformations. And those are my clients. I thought, oh my gosh, like this is really on purpose. Like what else can I create? So, and then I became the first psychologist in my province in 2014 to create an online program, which, uh, those of you who are in clinical uh, practice, you may know how much red tape that is. And particularly in our province, it's a lot of red tape. So I'm like, well, I know it's figure outable. We got to figure it out. So, you know, after some research and, and, and um, consults, I figured out like, okay, we can do this. And that opened up a lot more doors for abundance in terms of abundance of opportunities. My first international speaking gig, I actually got on a magazine cover for a uh, fitness um, community. And oh, it was, wow. yeah, they brought me in there in, um, it was a fitness community. They're called Gorgo. And uh, I didn't know I was going to be on the magazine cover. I was a keynote speaker for their, um, their big three-day events. 
And I love that they really um, embrace women of all shapes and sizes and really the mental health of everything. And so they um, gave me, uh, or, uh, they, they asked me to write a four page article. And so um, in that magazine, I wrote about how to flex your self-love muscle. Wow. And it was awesome in that. So on the cover, I'm post baby, I wore very little clothing. And I did that on purpose. I was not photoshopped. I was not dieting. Um, I look quite fit, but and soft and strong. So um, but definitely not my same former physique. And so what I was out to do was to really defy societal beliefs around body image and self worth. And I had been up until that point, I became a professional speaker to um, uh, really talk about that I would have a before and after photo of myself the before was me on the bodybuilding stage and the after was me as uh, 10 months after post baby mm-hmm. and again just really having women start to question societal beliefs around body image and self-worth and they and women started to write me and um, say I saw your magazine uh, article and I love you know that you started to embrace you and I hate my body and I saw yours it looks like mine like oh my gosh now I'm starting to question you know like how I go into relationship with me and I was just like yes this is so incredible the impact is what I'm after it's like yes and so um this was beautiful and then people from outside my province started to ask how they can work with me and because of my license I actually couldn't so the the part of me that feels like I've got a huge soul mission on this planet in this lifetime, like huge. Um, And uh, probably many past lives of this kind of (laughs) big, big fire passion, right? I was just like woken up and it's like, there's more. Like I, like it it was from this place of being though, not the doing, it's like, wow. Like, uh, you know, when just spirit pours right through into you and you, you just, you feel it. That's what I was feeling. It's like, there's, I can, I can like expand so much more. And so, um, here's a myrony. Okay. So I, um, I started doing some personal development courses, um, here in Edmonton, it's integrity seminars and, it changed my life. The second level, uh, which is to this day, one of those powerful courses I've ever taken, I went in thinking I need to change my money mindset because I'm like, I don't get how like I can grow bigger. I don't get how I can expand because I was in this box of therapist and still like trying to figure out. And so I thought maybe it's my money mindset. And so in this course, you, um, you find accountability bites, but you're not, you're picking them through energy so blindfolded oh very cool oh it's amazing and so who I uh, manifested is a seven-figure award-winning business coach as my accountability buddy oh wow uh uh-huh and uh, so I was just like okay you can't make this shit up and (laughs) that course just really like over and over and over again, there were so many myronies, so much like you could not deny just the power of how you show up and then how things like get magnetized or replay, undesirable patterns replay, right? Or things just keep coming in and it's just like, wow. So I ended up hiring, uh, we became really good friends because she was of course there for her own personal uh, growth and uh, we became really good friends. I ended up 
making the scariest investment at that point in my top my life in right. uh, in hiring her as my business coach my very first business coach and um I started a self-love coaching business while still practicing as a therapist so this felt really risky because they're very similar um and what happened was as a coach I could offer so much more it, that was a line for me because I love working. I really wanted that location freedom and work with other people who are reaching out. And my personality, I feel is much more aligned with coaching and my offerings. And so as much as I love being a therapist, I recognized there was like the internal conflicts after a while. Right. My, my coaching business was growing very quickly. It was, I speak and sell and, um, and that's something I teach my clients as well. And it's just really cool how like I start to attract women entrepreneurs who are like, can you help me get out my own way and show up and um, like create all these things that you've been creating in your business? I'm like, yeah. So, oh my God, that's so, so awesome. Oh, it's been amazing. And so it was really scary though, because at some point I just felt such a huge, because I never meant to retire as a psychologist. I really do love being a therapist. And so it was like, I just felt the internal conflicts and how like I was starting to confuse myself. And then that was probably reflecting in the clients that were coming in. Like, I didn't know where to put them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I had to make the scary decision of, okay, I either, you know, stay stuck or take the leap of faith. But of course, as you know, whenever we are moving into our potential next level, all the inner critic and fear comes up. So what mine was saying was, uh, you have a young family provide for Roz. You are, you barely have to work at marketing. You know, you're really well known now. You just get clients like that. You have a successful, financially successful practice. Um, Are you really going to uh, start all over again? You have a young family provide for. What if you fail? Right. And so I'm oh my gosh, right? What if I fail? And I would also have the inner critic of, and this is very ego-based, but it was like, you're really going to strip all your years of education and your title and your status of mm-hmm. psychologist to be just a coach. Right. And that was really honestly like another mask I really had to learn how to strip. Uh, I had money stuff. So like, um, but who's going to come see you if you're not covered under benefits anymore? So mm-hmm. the ego wasn't that big. <laughs> but um, even though the proof was in was happening, like people were paying and paying me more as a coach because um, I could I'm, I'm like offering more, right. and I'm just it's still I was still in tunnel vision. And then the um, other main inner critic uh, voice was saying are you really going to risk disapproval of, especially from your Asian parents? And I was like, Ooh, right. Like they're so proud of me. They're so proud that I have this, this practice, the status and the success. And like, as I transition, they don't really get what I'm doing. Right. And thank God for the help of my um, coach and my peers it was just like, okay, you know what? I got to bet on myself. I got to bet on myself because this is this is who needs, I'm the only one that can change this. And so I set a date to retire as a psychologist. I moved full-time into my um, business as a, a coach. And, uh, and then I shifted 
I also was shifting into business strategy coaching because um, of who I was attracting. They wanted some business as well. So to this, so what happened was I, I'm like, go big or go home. So I basically, that was in 2000, November, 2017 was when I started my business. Um, March, 2018, I threw a big ass party. I had rented a hotel, um, a conference room, 140 women entrepreneurs showed up and oh, it basically wow. was a whole event of, um, coaching them through a whole day of, um, of business strategies and mindsets. And it was, I'm like, that was the way I announced I'm no, I'm retiring a psychologist. I'm coming out as a coach and providing lots of value for these um, amazing entrepreneurs. And then I sold uh, my first mastermind. Um, so it was pretty incredible. And since then, things have just really unfolded. Here's another really cool story. Um, a couple of days later, I was speaking at the Fearless Woman Summit. Oh, that's the and one I spoke at too. Where yeah, I think we were saying that. Yeah, that's so, it's so crazy because that, that level of myronic connection between you and I with that, which we'll go into in a second, but what, yeah. were, what was your experience? Because you were actually on stage uh, with them because I, I did the virtual one. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. So that was amazing. There was about like 400-ish women in the audience and it's like one of those beautiful operatic sort of um, scenes and um, and I got to just speak about my journey that I just did like talk about amazing because it's fearless women summit and I'm literally just worked through all my fears um, and feel the fear and do it anyway sort of thing and um <laughs> this is just like the beautiful synchronicities that came from that talk. So the one story I want to share is that um, hmm, I'm going to say maybe like later on that year, like almost towards the end of 2018, um, I had been referred to a friend's healer and the healer actually happens to work live by me. So I went to her house and her name's Susanna Sicaldo. And she just had like the widest eye look when I saw her. I'm like, what's up this lady? Like <laughs> she was just like, like, like star eyes. And I'm like, like, and she's like, okay, I have to tell you this. She's like, I was so nervous all day meeting you. And I'm like, why? <laughs> and she's like, okay, so when you, the first time I saw you was on stage at the Fearless Women Summit. And because of your talk, talk, you talks about taking the leap of faith, like totally going all in. She's like, I quit my job the next day. I'm going to even cry. Like she went, straight, she went straight into her healing business. <laughs> and like, here I am. Yeah. Here well, that, I am in the business that she went full time in, and she decided, and I'm just like, wow! I was so blown away, like the the impact, and that's that's really why like I'm not get expect I don't like I'm totally fine crying, but I'm actually like surprised I'm crying. Um, well, that's so beautiful because it just shows the power of this, of our stories when we're able yeah. to share from that perspective and like the, like you said, the impact of being able to like, oh, it's so powerful to like 
have just speak and then that it that like ripple effects and then most like I think I think it's safe to say we don't usually meet the people we impact when right. we're you know speaking on big platforms like our podcasts and and uh, stages but just what a gift that here I am coming to see this woman to, for my own um, energy work. And <laughs> here you go. Now that's, that's Myrony. And, you know, to go back yeah. a little bit, because Myrony is basically another, mo- I, I think it's a modern day word for synchronicity, but it's actually got cool. its own definition because it's synchronicity in motion. Mm-hmm. We can see these signs, but then there's an action to be taken. Oh. And so that's what's so powerful of like when we start paying attention to it. And that's why, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I'm showing on this podcast is this concept of discover myrony in your inner superpower. Because when you start acting from that place of your heart and your soul, literally miracles in your life and in others will happen. And like, what a miracle is it that she saw you speak you inspired her so much that you did she decided to take that leap of faith like the next day and then i want to go back even to um you know you you know when we talk about manifesting i think one of the most powerful um things i've I've shared this on this podcast but in the book conversations with god uh the concept of manifestation is you need to act and as soon as you think you've killed the act And so he's just like, again, acting from that place of your heart and your soul. So, you know, the fact that um, I also love to say it's like the divine design that interweaves us together that brought you to your your first uh, business coach. But going back to one woman fearless summit. So let's give a shout out to Sharla Brown. Um, I met her in San Jose and I was, I believe, divinely guided to go to that event. There were these myronies that was connected that I was connected to around. Um, there was actually this movie Wild by uh, the one with Reese Witherspoon about the true yes. story of Cheryl Strayed, yes. and there's a very very big impact of that movie that um, that I share in the first episode of my podcast here. But what was so crazy is that it was one woman fearless summit reminded me of the movie Wild, mm-hmm. and that is why I chose to go. And that's how I met Sharla Brown. And she told me one day you're meant to be on, um, you know, speaking. Mm -hmm. And so then I had the opportunity and it was all just from this place of action that, you know, like a year later, I see a, um, I I see an email called master your uh, messages to millions. And it reminded me of the books, Many Lies, Many Masters, Messages from the Masters by Dr. Brian Weiss, my big books that like literally saved my life. I was like, oh, I need to do this. And that's how I ended up working with Sharla. She's actually Sharla Brown and Jackie Somerville. Um, they're my mentors in this, uh, in this first step of being able to speak publicly. And it's just so crazy when you think about it, because actually I was just talking to them. I'm going to be having them on the podcast to share this crazy story, because when you think about it, you're up in, you know, Edmonton, Alberta, you're doing this talk. I don't know. Was Jackie Somerville there by chance? Because I know she was touring. That's another synchronicity because, um, well, I'm going to ask you to use the word myrony. (laughs) Yes, that's my irony because Sharla and I met when it was just her. She was the one woman show for one woman. And, um, and then I saw 
gosh, it was our mutual friend, Ali McKenzie and I went to, um, where do we go? Like a couple years later to University of Alberta to watch uh, this woman uh, who is Jackie Somerville um, speak um, her monologue. And it oh, was- Oh, you got to see oh, that? Powerful. So this is before I believe that- Jackie Yeah, before they, together. yeah, they before they came together mm -hmm. because they actually came together um, I met ja I met Jackie and Sharla at um, it was June of 2019, mm. and at that time she was doing I think it's her called her Woman After Darker. She was she was actually coming back. Jackie was coming back to um, to do that performance, and then something happened where it got canceled. And then soon after that, they like merged together. And I mean, talk about a, a like super twin dynamo power coming together. So I just love that myronic connection of you and I around that, because when we talk about what, what, um, what, what that represents of fearless women, you know, and it's like, it's just, it's so empowering. So, you know, it's just, I, I'm, I'm so, I'm so proud to be connected, you know, as, as, as a virtual speaker, I look forward to the day when I can, you know, well, after the pandemic, you know, to be, to <laughs> yes. be back and who knows, maybe we'll be able to be on the same stage sometime. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be powerful. I love but, it. You know, it's just, it's, it, it really is incredible when we look at the signs that are given to us. And I love to say there's, there are spiritual breadcrumbs and like, Sometimes it's the smallest crumb though. Sometimes it's like so tiny, but you, you, but you feel it in every fiber of your being. You feel it in your heart and your soul. And to hear your story of like, yeah, you, you chose to take that step, that leap of faith. And that leap of faith is so big that, you know, our listeners like take that leap of faith. If you're, if everything in your fiber, like everything in your being is saying, I need to do this, tell your head to be like, shh you know, oh, oh, and sorry. then just do it and, you know, have faith because faith is letting go of fear. And that is, and, and why, when we're having these, we want to say spiritual awakenings or, you know, whatever within ourselves, letting go of that fear is the hardest thing. And that's usually why the situations we're put in are so fearful because we're being asked, our higher selves are like, okay, we know you can do this. You just got to, you know, step on that invisible bridge almost between this giant canyon and you got this. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's just like, you're. well, I'm, as we're doing, recording this interview, I really literally am going through a um, transition, uh, we'll say a spiritual, another level of spiritual awakening where I have literally manifested all that's all the results of my life when we always are manifesting let's say it that way right whether right. we want it or not and um <laughs> it's like i'm manifesting all the on the outside everything that i desire but i'm noticing my ego is like trying to hang on to the old stuff and it's like nah, nah. so to put this into context um if you can't tell i'm an extreme extrovert those of you who are listening i'm extreme like on a on a spectrum i'm like the most extreme extrovert and so the beauty of 2020 um with the pandemic has been that it's allowed me to take myself to the next level coming home to me mm -hmm. and i fucking struggled in the first 
lockdown <laughs> in March. And I'm like, oh my God, all my outlets, all my people. And, um, and the second time around, which was later in November, um, October, November, I just was beautiful. It was just like, oh, like I really got to know my introverted self this whole year and that more uh, connect more with my spiritual self. So much so that I'm craving remember I'm an extreme extrovert I'm like mm -hmm. raving a silent retreat and um and so just for the listeners background wise I also speak light language uh which is language that only the soul can understand um and so through this it's really supported me in accessing uh, more of my um I'll say my spiritual team and my guides um I'm very well connected with um the Palladians particularly, mm -hmm. and so my light language comes through from them. And so it's been really beautiful to be a witness to my own journey from the seat of my soul place. And as we're speaking here today, um, the beautiful thing about 2020 is I, it's a good problem. I outgrew my business model. <laughs> there you <laughs> I go. How to build organic, like they build their business organically, right? Client attraction. And I, built my business to 30k months organically and so um I outgrew my business model and so I thought you know like I was working with my business coach and I'm like okay well you know what's the next level look like because I I need to scale to that next level and so had the whole gamut of of what I was going to be rolling out for 2021 and then it was just like my spiritual self was like nah -uh, mm -mm not not aligned with that model anymore not aligned so i'm like <laughs> all right i just want to cocoon this year um in a way where i'm i'm my three words this year are uh, expansive uh, luminous and intuitively creative and so I teach about money mindset and energy and the psychology of money. And so I truly trust, like my highest self truly trusts that my income will not be uh, decreasing. It will actually continue to expand. However, my output, we want to look at from law of least effort, um, maximum benefits, minimal effort. That's the year I'm going in. I'm I'm a doer. Like even though I'm all about be do have, I'm still like I think it might be my human design too. Like I'm a manifesting generator. Like I just love but doing. That's how you. But that's how you manifest by being in action. If you're just if you're just thinking yeah. about it, yeah. it's not going to do anything. You know. So it's true. Like and I do. I do want to go back because you made yeah. a comment of, you know, yeah. of course, with your psychology background, you said mm -hmm. spirituality, what's that? You know, so, <laughs> so like when you go back to looking like when you, when you were a child, did you yeah. recognize any of your gifts then? Because so many, um, so many recognize mm -hmm. it then, and then somehow they get shut off and then oh, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, so, so what, um, just so we can, um, share with the listeners you know we have clairvoyancy where we see things clairaudience where we see hear things clairsentience yeah. what do you what do you connect with so so this didn't get uncovered until years ago so shortly after i had my like it was probably around 2009 
uh, no, excuse me. I just had my first son. So 2012, he was almost, I was still on mat leave. Um, he was almost one years old. That's when I had my next spiritual awakening. So through working, talking to a girlfriend, because I was having a, actually I was at a psychic party helped by, um, the uh, psychologist that I worked with and she we um, the practice is in an old heritage home beautiful beautiful and so there's lots of spirits there and um, the owner is very she's a dear friend of mine she's a godmother of my kids so Dr. Lynn Kostruck she's very spiritual herself and very intuitive and she's like we should have a girls night in the psychic party because I want to find out about the spirits in the the uh, at the office here I'm like okay right now, logically, and there were girlfriends that, you know, these women I had just come into, and it's the women, the kind of women I hang out with today, but back then, they were talking about like, oh yeah, I was over at my boyfriend's house and the ghost made rice. And I'm like, what? You know, like, and everybody's like, oh yeah, you know, no big deal. And I'm like, my whole body was having this overreaction. Like I was panicking. Like I almost went into a panic attack. I swear. I was like, how is this normal? How are you talking about like you're just doing laundry? And I was crying, just like this ugly cry. I was so scared. And meanwhile, the psychic is like having her like one-on-one sessions with taking turns with us. And I was like, I don't get this. I don't get this. Like how I know I'm being irrational, but I also know that this is not normal in my right. Life. And so uh, fast forward a week later, my, I had another girlfriend who's an intuitive. She, I was telling her the story right before, um, like I didn't tell her for more than a minute. And she's like, I just see you as a little girl trying to open a door and your parents are on the other side saying, not until you calm down. She, as soon as she said that, my whole, I had a flashback as if I was there and my whole body um, started getting tingles and feel light. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember that. What happened? And she's like, you saw an earthbound ghost. And, and then I'm like, oh my God, I remember that. So that was when we had just moved from Calgary up to Edmonton. And my parents were building the house that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. um, but because it was still being built, uh, we were staying in these condos. And, um, and so I remember seeing this um, he looked, looked like a normal overweight man in his let's say 40s and mm -hmm. he had a beard he's wearing plaid shirts and suspenders and trousers and he was yelling at us I remember that to this day and I but I don't remember what he was saying so I said Andrea what what uh did he say she's like he was yelling at you guys he doesn't know he's dead because he's an earthbound ghost so he's yelling at you guys to get out of the house but of course because mm -hmm. only I could see my parents thought I was having a temper tantrum and just locked me in my room to calm down oh, with the oh so god I wonder I'm like to this day I don't like to go to haunted houses like even like the, the like ones where the lights are on. okay now I can do those ones but like you know I was and I recognize it's like an overreaction, but I've worked through that and, and now I'm psychic myself. So <laughs> it's very interesting. I mean, you and I met in our Kashuk Records uh, certification. Yes. That's, that's been incredible. But yeah, so my gift was literally shut down and traumatized and all that. And then I reopened them starting uh, right after my son was born wow. to really, um, learn more about the spirit world and get more connected with my intuition again um I got certified in Reiki and that leveled me up intuitively and just I've been on this journey for 
for many years and I will continue to. I just, I love it. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's such a fun journey. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? Because when we can start looking at, you know, we can't explain everything. But when we have these experiences and we're like, well, we know we went through it, you know, we're not all crazy. Yeah. Like, and I, I love the fact that it's becoming a lot more mainstream too. People oh, are. Too. Yeah. And yeah. That's, something that's really important to me as a mom, both my kids. So now I have two boys. Everest turns nine tomorrow. Um, oh, happy Logan, early birthday. <laughs> um, Logan turns seven uh, in April. So they're both can see. My kids are very like, and I think all kids are right. They're all intuitive. My kids can see, um, Evie sees angels. Logan sees his guides. They come in the form of peers. So I cannot see. I can. I feel like mine is more about knowing now. Yeah. It, so it, yours, you you have a strong gift of the claircognizance, yeah. which is what yeah that mm -hmm. gift of knowing, which I find it's. I mean, I love it. And at the same time, it's really frustrating because it feels like you're going through, you know, with a blindfold on and you're just like, <laughs> you, but you just know things. You're like, why am I doing this? This is so weird. But then there's always seems to be an answer that shows up <sighs> later on. And, you know, and, and truthfully, everybody has these abilities. It's just, you got to tap into them and you got to start trusting them. And, and, you know, and, and I'm yeah. sure, you know, I've definitely received, you know, at times glimpses and things like that. But I know, I really wish I had that clairvoyance. I would make things a lot easier. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my girlfriends, I only hang out with psychics now. Like they're, we're all like very spiritually gifted. They're like, mm, Roz, you don't want to see, trust me. And I'm like, you're right. I don't want to see. I just want to know. I want, I'm good to sense. I can smell sometimes. Um, but yeah, I see it with my third eye. Like, so for me, when I call myself a visionary business coach, I did not realize that I'm actually accessing like a psychic power because I literally see things for people. And, um, and then when it was us taking our Akashic Records class, um, I realized that all along I had been actually accessing some kind of that world already, um, just not, you know, formally through Akashic Records. So it was neat to see the, how my superpowers really have come into play. Yeah. Well, and for our listeners who don't know what the Akashic Records are, it's this beautiful prayer that said, that takes you to this other realm in the sense of where you get to connect to your our, the masters, teachers, and loved ones. Mm -hmm. And it's such a beautiful way of understanding your soul. So um, yeah, it's the records of your soul. And yeah. um, Alicia, we haven't talked about this, but like I've discovered through our, our um, practicing with clients in this process, I have the ability to go into people's past lives and clear whatever blocks that need to be cleared with my light language. Oh, and wow. So, uh, it's like, I'm not like miracle. Like I'm just, I'm like in awe of what happens. Even for myself, um, I can go into my own records and I'll clear stuff right in the moment. And then things will literally feel different right after or a couple hours later. But just in working with my clients with Akashics, it's just been incredible what um, unfolds for them. Uh, in terms of the energy, even like to the point where one client was um, about to leave her husband. And then literally the next, I think it was like two days later, they're just like looking at each other with eyes of love and just like, um, like they're new honeymooners again. And I'm like, what? 
wow. Like, I'm still trying to wrap up, wrap this around my, but like, it is so miraculous when we just allow ourselves to be open and receive in whatever way will help us feel more aligned. Absolutely. Well, speaking of love, I want to touch base on your, on your, on your honey, your little, your soulmate. I call like, silver fox. <laughs> Wait, what do you call, what do you call him? He's known as sexy silver fox. His name sexy is Dan. silver fox. And, yeah. I'm sorry. And his name is what? Dan. Dan. Oh, you guys are so cute when I see you on social media and like, you know, and I know with your podcast, you guys do episodes together. And yes. so, you know, like, how did you two meet? Was there any sort of irony around that or <laughs> let me feel into that one. Um, so we met, I'm going to tell, he would joke. He'd be like, do you want the two hour version or do you want me to say it? Cause it's two minutes. I'm like, oh gosh. So, um, we met when I was 21 and he's a couple years older than me and he was just about to turn 23. So we met through a mutual friend of mine who I've known her since kindergarten. We've been friends on and off, on and off. And I had just um, uh, broke up with somebody like we had been together for just over a year. So I'm just like, I don't want to, you know, I do not want to be in a relationship. I just want to like, you know, just do my own thing and not have any serious relationship for a while. And she, she started telling me about this guy that she met. And the first time I saw my husband was actually on one of those clunky old school computers. Cause she's like, so Dan looks like her ex-boyfriend. And she's like, I gotta show you a picture. So that's why she sent me a picture. And so I opened it up on my computer. I'm like, he's really cute. I really liked her ex-boyfriend. So I'm just like, he totally does look like your ex. Wow. Anyway, so um, fast forward a week later, Claire and I, my friend, uh, were at a bar and uh, Dan happened to be there. Oh, so, my uh, Yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, for once in my life, at that point in time, I was not feeling talkative. What? So we didn't get introduced. Uh, I, I kind of saw him. And um, then the following Friday, uh, Claire invited us to hang out with, um, you know, kind of like be in the same restaurant as Dan, who had invited her to uh, with a group of friends. And that was when I first saw him, like not in the bar, more like I could see the lights. And okay, guys, I'm 21. So I'm like, oh, he has a nice body. <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> so it's like oh he's cute but also what really turned me on was he came over to the table and he just before he left he just really gave a meaningful bye to Claire again we didn't get introduced yet but I was telling Claire I'm like oh he's really nice bye. he's really cute and he's really nice like that turned me on and uh oh, wait I gotta go back was Claire interested in Dan of um, like so do we like okay so she was and then she ended up dating his roommate behind his back. Oh, okay. So she's. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait. A okay. And this so is wait, why so they I'm actually not friends with her because she's a little, um, she's a little bit drama. We'll say. So I'm actually not friends with her anymore. Like she introduced me to Dan, and then just okay. You know, so Dan and Claire dated for a short. Not really. Not even. But she was with this. Okay. Yeah. And then you and Dan got together. Who obviously now was we're getting to be together. Juicy. Yeah. Exactly. So um, and at that point in time, I'm really shy around boys, like men, and I'm just really shy. Uh, as extroverted as I am, I'm actually quite shy around men. 
And so um, eventually Claire, like I said, well, let me set you guys up on a date. I'm like, no, but I'll meet, I'll meet him. And uh, she's like, okay. So we finally met, went to a movies um, with Claire and another girlfriend and really got to like know him a little bit better. I enjoyed his, his, uh, he's really cute. Just like his personality, really charismatic, really. He's also very shy at that point in time too. So then he was moving in with some friends the following Friday, everything happens in a week over uh, with the Fridays. And then I helped him. And at this point, like he knew that we both knew we were interesting to each other because of Claire, but we're both still really shy. So you're kind of like in that awkward phase where you're like, flirting with each other but you're too shy to be direct but thank goodness for the following Friday it was his birthday and he was having a housewarming and uh thank goodness for liquid courage (laughs) 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 that's what took us to the next level with like just we ended up being one of those uh couples that probably should have oh that's we were making out in the bar all night so basically oh but that's I mean oh my goodness look you know like when we dissect that story that's pretty funny right you know like he just happens to look like your friend's ex-boyfriend that they now she's kind of attracted to because of that and then she does whatever she does and then gets you guys together like yeah, I know. Wow. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's that's some divine design, I gotta say. Yeah. That's awesome though, because I it's, mean, and we've been told this is our eighth life together. Oh, I'm sure, you know. Definitely a power couple. He so for fun, for those of you who are listening, um, my podcast is Activate Your Soulgasmic Business, which Alicia will be on. Um, and sometimes I have these fun episodes that Dan and I have started putting out together called Pleasure in the Bedroom and Bank. So he is a financial planner. I used to be uh I have a master's in marriage and family therapy. So as a psychologist, I worked a lot with couples. And then because I love speaking about the energy and wealth consciousness, we bring in our our guests and our backgrounds together and at the highest level of relationship is that you co-create and you contribute to the world and so this is our way to do that is uh pleasure in the bedroom and bank because we're all about helping couples and even individuals have more sacred conversation around money in a real intimate way that brings not just the you know financial planning dan talk dan's a like he makes financial planning pretty sexy (laughs) and and i'm not just saying that because i'm biased and i'm his wife but he honestly brings in the human element and he gets really like it's awesome to talk about future goals and then i bring in the spirituality of money and the energy and psychology around money we both do with that and um we rolled out our first workshop uh, at the beginning of this year, 2021. It's like our fun passion projects. We have another one coming up in April. So yeah, wow. it's something that we love because, you know, like if we can help empower couples to be in their most empowered state, talking about one of the scary ass Fs of things ever, and then, the, you know, sex, money, and parenting, those are the top stress um, right. topics with couples. And it's what creates, you know, like when people don't get to be in um, empowered conversations and relationships with these topics, 
separation, divorce can happen. Mm -hmm. So we're very uh, passionate about helping people feel empowered and how you do one part of your life is how you do other parts of your life. Right. So, Hey, you're talking intimate with money. I'm sure that's going to lead something to the bedroom. (laughs) There you go. That's awesome. You know, like that's so incredible. And I can't wait to see what more you guys are able to co-create so you can Uh, really, truly, you know, you're helping the world, which is just and, you know, it, it starts with one person at a time, but then when you have these larger platforms, then, you know, you're reaching hundreds and thousands and you know, oh, it's like the, the future millions. So, well, Rosalind, so how can everybody get in touch with you and like, what's the best way to connect? Yeah, thank you. So I'm, I'm huge into social media. I mean, it's one of the things I help you do is leverage your, uh, leverage social media for clients attraction. Um, so on Instagram, it's bold, sexy warrior on Facebook. It's Rosalind Fung coaching bold, sexy warrior. I also have a free Facebook group called magnetize and monetize for coaches, healers, and entrepreneurs, and, um, I'll drop a freebie if that's okay. Um, I have a client attraction checklist and you can download that at www.com funboldsexy.com forward slash client attractor. Wonderful. And also check out Rosalind's amazing podcast, Activate Your Soulgasmic Business. So, well, Rosalind, this has been so much fun. I'm so happy Divine Myrony connected us because, you know, that's the only way that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thank you. This was, I want to say, this is one of the most fun episodes. I like talking about like the, the non-business stuff oh, and yeah. like, personal stuff. I don't think I've ever shared about like the whole, how Dan and I met in such detail on a podcast and I've been on lots. So thank you. Oh, well, I'm so happy. And it's yeah. been just so wonderful having you. I can't wait to be on your podcast. And, I can't wait you know. either. That's just so much fun. So thank you again. And to listeners, I'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's Myrony.com where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their Myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, if something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.